Hi, this is Nico. This is Christabel. Welcome to Scene 62. This is a podcast dedicated to Call Me By Your Name. It's a Friday night. I know, and instead of going to a bar... Instead of having drinks, we should be having drinks, drinks, actually. I know. We're recording this and drinking coffee. Trying to stay awake. (laughs) So what's in this week's episode? So the first thing that we should discuss is definitely the release of the original soundtrack of Call Me By Your Name. Which was released yesterday. Or today. Today. I guess earlier today. Yeah. I found out a little bit late mm-hmm. yesterday because by the time I logged on to Twitter after work, it's been released for two hours, three hours. Links have been flying around my timeline, and obviously I forwarded it to Nico. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I just never really kept track of when it was going to be yeah. released. Because it was, you know, delayed over and over yeah. again. I just gave up on it. And we just gave up. Uh, on the actual release date of the soundtrack and yeah I found it from Chris uh, while I was in a cab last night I was getting home from an, an event at midnight and I was Ooh, that's like listening. the perfect the perfect situation to be right, listening right. to that song so we're gonna share our feelings about these tracks mm-hmm. but also we want to talk about other songs that have been keeping us alive in the wait for these soundtracks to drop yeah other songs that remind us of call me by your name basically because mm-hmm. nico has his version i have my version of songs right and aside from the sufian songs you know every time we listen to other songs any songs really uh you know it's a pop head or a classical piece you know well, there's a taylor swift song right we can help but be reminded of Elio and Oliver in this some is, of these songs. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. But before that, we have some Peach updates to share with you guys. So the first Peach update is our poll from last week where we asked uh, you if you've read the novel Call Me By Your Name, which part of the novel is your favorite. And not so surprisingly, uh, after 69 votes have been cast, uh, the number one ranked uh, part is part, part two. two. Money's burned at 46%. Yes. Uh, and it's followed by, this is quite surprising actually, part three, the Rome. Yes! Chapter. Which we defended in our previous episode. Exactly. You can hear all about that if you haven't. <laughs> and the third on you know on the third place is part four. Yeah. The devastating uh, final part. And on in the last ring is part one. Part one is. I mean, I'll accept that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. so this is like the final tally, and yeah, thank you very much for uh, participating in this poll. Actually, we we have another poll uh, for this week, but we're gonna discuss it later when we're talking about the songs. Yes. Anyway, what's the second update, Chris? The second update 
Yeah. So the second update is media coverage on Call Me By Your Name. We're out here just keeping tabs on any publication that's published <laughs> anything. On the movie, on the actors, on the book, anything. And so this week we were treated to beautiful, beautiful images of the Call Me By Your Name set, which I would highly recommend listening to the soundtracks while looking at these photos. It'll just make you feel like you've been there when you really haven't. I know. It will make you think like you have memories of these places when you really don't. When you really haven't visited <laughs> yeah. the city of Trema. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I would highly recommend that. And these photos are beautiful. I haven't actually read the article. I haven't looked at the photos other than the ones that went around on Twitter. Right. So these photos are published in, on another mag's website. And uh, these are uh, photos taken by Luca Guadagnino's um, I believe friend who's a photographer and also uh, I guess he's also an interior designer of sort uh, named Giulio Girardi and he takes this he took these uh, photos of the Comibari set uh, in the middle of the shooting so you can see you know the villa where Elio and his family live and also the there are photos library. you mentioned? Oh my gosh, are the library, photos? Yeah, the library Shit. where I can't uh, look Oliver and Elio they meet me emotional. for the first time. And there's also, you know, there are tons of uh, pictures here. Yeah, we're Elio's looking at the photos room. as we speak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you sh- and we'll share the link on our Twitter. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the outside dining table with peaches yeah. on it. <laughs> And yeah, of course, it's Oliver's slash Elio's room mm-hmm. with a balcony. It's pretty. You, If you haven't, I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this podcast, you've already looked at these photos. Mm-hmm. But in case you haven't, in case you missed it, right? definitely check them out. We'll be it's posting. Yeah. And the next one is an article on ID. How do you pronounce it? ID? Yes, it's ID. It's ID. Um, it talks about the fandom of Call Me By Your Name. It interviewed a lot of fans, stands, stands. at the end, basically asking them, what is it about this movie that's not even out yet mm-hmm. that has captured your attention and why are you so obsessed with it? Right. It's a great, great article that basically speaks for both of us, I think. Mm-hmm. Because we haven't watched the film. We haven't seen the film. Obviously. Obviously. So, yeah, you definitely have to check this article out. And I would like to give a shout out to Machu, who is being interviewed in the piece. He's also known uh, CMBYN Mafia. CMBYN Mafia on Twitter. Hi, Matthew. Hi, Machu. Uh, we're actually kind of jealous of Machu because he's seen the film six, six times, times already in various film festivals. Um, but we'll get there. We'll catch up. We'll catch up. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, what's next on the menu? Next on the menu is new interviews. There are several from their press junket in London, if I'm yeah. mistaken. And the most fun one, I guess, is the one with MTV International. Yes. Where there's a lot of. <laughs> 
um, interesting like, tidbits from yeah. the trio. There's this one where Army says, "We always make out before every shoot." Right. Even though we're, no, actually, we always make out on set or something. Even though it's not a scene that we're shooting. Right. For warm up. <laughs> for warm up, just to build the chemistry yeah. between the two of them. And the. I don't know if he said it jokingly or not. Actually, that was kind of vague. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really could have just been practice. Yeah, that's actually a legit. Do people reason. practice kissing scenes? Or do they just hope the chemistry will be there when they actually do it on camera? That's something that's never really been answered properly. Hmm, that's true. Although, you know, scene 62 is definitely the first... The first time that they... The first time that they... The first and last the rehearsal. The first and last rehearsal right. in which they did their first kiss. Yeah. Scene. Anyway, other tidbits from the MTV interview is that... The interviewer asked them whether they are looking forward to uh, the MTP Movie Awards, especially mm-hmm. for the Best Kiss Award. Yeah. And whether they are excited to be probably nominated. We Maybe. can't wait to see them reenacted. Mm-hmm. That would be great. <laughs> and there's also a bit where Lucas interviewed, and he talks about. Elio's final shot, the final shot in the film, which is with Elio's face. Supposedly, I haven't seen it. I love his description of that scene and him trying to um, put where Elio is in his mind in that particular shot. I yeah, think like it's very lovely. He mentions how that shot represents Elio's sort of jumping off a cliff. Yeah. That he he's in this transition period where he finally becomes an adult yeah after that encounter and he's thinking of Oliver and he's thinking of all the people in his life or something like that yeah. I don't know, it's it's so poetic it's I mean so Luca poetic Luca. damn it Luca <laughs> <laughs> and this is definitely our favorite, our favorite. part too mm-hmm. um, there's army praising mm-hmm. Timmy yeah for his talent and Army saying that he's actually jealous of Timmy. And Timmy's like... Or intimidated yeah. by Timmy. And Timmy sort of like blush and yeah. he went like, uh, uh, he doesn't mean it. And Army's like, no, I, I, I do mean it. <laughs> <laughs> it's adorable. It's very adorable. Our boys are being very, very adorable. <laughs> so I guess that's, that's some of our updates for this week. For this week.
was Mystery of Love by Suvian Stevens. Yes. Uh, I want to know, what was your first reaction when you first listened to the song? Or what was your first thoughts? Or how did you first feel about it? When I, when I first listened to the song in its entirety? Yeah, the first song in the trailer. In fall. In fall. Yeah. Um, I guess compared to the cut in the trailer, it, the, the full song sounds more... Uh, devastating for me because yeah. it sort of traces the relationship between Elio and Oliver. I mean, if you listen to Mystery of Love uh, in the trailer version, it sounds more hopeful, you know, like uh, it talks about, you know, when they kiss for the first time and mm-hmm. all that. But then as you see the lyrics in the remaining parts of the of the song that was just released yesterday. Yeah. It, it you know, there, apparently there's more, there's deeper meaning behind it that I think I wasn't expecting before. What do you think? My first reaction to it was, holy shit, this sounds a lot better than I thought it would. Yeah. Listening to it in full, there were elements of the music that just completed the whole song, the whole track. Mm-hmm. I was taken aback by how grand it sounded, but also yeah. how how subtle it is. It didn't force feelings on you. The music and the instruments and the lyrics and the, the combination of his voice right. just brought together something that to me sounded very, very special. Yeah. And if you've uh, read some of uh, the interviews with Luca, he mentions how he wants to use uh, Sufyan's songs as to serve as Elio's narration. Yeah, akin as a to narrator, the one in yeah. the book. Yeah, because you know there's no Elio narrating the film, mm-hmm. but instead he uses the, these Sufyan songs to sort of give a give an internal narration yeah. of what Elio is feeling at a certain moment. Yeah. Or a certain scene in the film, which is pretty profound. It's very profound. And I just, I don't know, I have no words. I And I'm not just saying, I feel like my love for this track isn't just fueled by my love for the film or for the book itself. But just as a track, it's, it's extraordinary to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. And of course, aside from Mystery of Love, uh, there are... 16 more tracks uh, in the Call Me By Your Name soundtrack, yeah. which was just released. Um, of course, there are uh, some piano pieces, piano arrangements that you'll hear uh, throughout the film. Some Italian songs? Some Italian songs. Okay, some Italian 80s, oldies, yeah. Some 80s rock songs or yeah. slow rock songs. Yeah. And of course, there are two more uh, Sufian songs uh, in the soundtrack, which are. Uh, the first one is the piano remix of his 2010 song Feudal Devices, yeah. as well as Visions of Gideon, which is also devastating, if not more Equally. devastating, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> compared to Mystery of Love. Yeah. I guess Visions of Gideon is more, uh, how do you say it, it's more revelatory when it comes to Elio's feeling like it describes how he feels in the end of the film because it's, it yeah. was also played uh, during the final scene 
Yeah. At least that's what I heard. And also, I mentioned this to you about how I just have this problem about the word video in this track. It bothers me greatly because I just, in my imagination of this book and this story, I don't see a camera anywhere. I know it's not meant to be literal, but Mm -hmm. then I don't imagine Elio as somebody who would have a reference to a video. Especially in that time period. Especially in that time period. It sort of snaps me out of the the 80s into the present. Right. But I guess the way I see... Yeah, I agree on certain points about uh, the strange use of video in Visions of Gideon. But I think uh, the way I see it, uh, because it's played in the end of the film, sort of represents how Elio was reminiscing mm. throughout through the scenes yeah. of his summer with Oliver and that it's like there's a video playing in his head. Yeah. Of, so in a sense that this is Elio older Elio. It can be older Elio or I because I, I can accept that if okay. it's older <laughs> Elio, but I just don't see Elio in his twenties, three years after the fact. Mm-hmm. Reminiscing this particular event, yeah, as a video in his head playing. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> I just hate the word video because if you're anywhere, if you're in media, you'll know that the word video <laughs> has such a bitter aftertaste. Everyone's pivoting to video, right? And so my my first reaction when I heard the word video was to that was just videos on Facebook and just the videos that we have now <laughs> like my association to that word is is not very pleasant mm-hmm. <laughs> but and even though in the song it's meant to be romantic yeah so and I guess uh, I also would like to point out that Suvian is such a great lyricist that I don't know he manages to connect visions of Gideon with his sort of video like they sort of rhyme yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's just I don't know, genius of him to yeah. connect those two different parts in this song. Yeah. Um, we actually uh, started a Twitter poll last night uh, asking you uh, which Sufjan Stevens songs in the soundtrack is your favorite. Mm. And let me refresh this first. Right. So out of 29 votes, most of you... 69% of you voted for Mystery of Love. Yep. Again, not that surprising. Because, not that you know, surprising. It's the most familiar song. Yeah. And it's followed by Versions of Gideon. And followed by Feudal Devices Remix. Uh, uh, at the third place. Only about... Mm, I can't math. <laughs> two people? Two 7% people. of 29 votes voted for Feudal Devices. Mm-hmm. I feel like I might have been one of them. Seven times three is about two. Maybe about two people voted for yeah. Fuel Devices. Damn, people appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because actually, uh, out of the other songs, lyrically speaking, mm. Fuel Devices is the most explicit yeah. uh, of explaining Elio and Oliver's relationship. I mean, their, their solution to... You know, uh, their brother-like relationship. Yeah. Uh, and also... And it's very... It's also... It captures 
that reminiscing vibe the most. Mm. Well, Visions of Gideon also does that. Yeah. But I feel like this this evoked more feelings for me than Visions of Gideon, honestly. Right. I think if I were to rate them, I'm sorry that we keep rating things, but I love Mystery of Love, and then it's Futile Devices, or maybe Futile Devices, and then Mystery of Love, and then Visions of Gideon. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. I love Futile Devices as well. Yep. And this particular piano remix uh, sort of deepens the feelings. <laughs> yeah. So aside from the official soundtracks, we've been living and breathing other songs in the months and in the weeks leading up to the official release of these soundtracks. These songs are the ones that remind us of the Call Me By Your Name story. These are songs that we heard on the radio. Mm -hmm. These are songs that we already love before the story and sort of love even more after just songs that mean so much more to us now that we have this attachment to Call Me By Your Name. It's somehow, you know, when you listen to the songs that you already love and suddenly you try to connect it with uh, the story of Elio and Oliver, it just connects. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, uh, we just can't help but notice the similarities between mm -hmm. uh, the lyrics of, of these songs uh, that we think are connected with Call Me By Your Name uh, with the love story between Elio and Oliver. It's like getting your heart broken and then suddenly every song in the radio is about this these two boys mm -hmm. <laughs> or falling in love and all the songs in the radio sounds like it's about your love and your crush and why he's so great. Right. And so what we did is we compiled our songs in one playlist which we will share on our Twitter account. Mm -hmm. It's a Spotify playlist uh, that actually you can also contribute to. Contribute to. Um, what we'll do is we will... Nico has his songs and I have my songs. Right. We've listened to our versions of Call Me By Your Name. We'll do our top five songs mm -hmm. for each of us and we'll see what's our number one. Uh, so we'll count down <clears throat> from our fifth song to the number one song, song. for each of us personally. Yeah. I'll start with my number five, sure. which is a One Direction song. It's interesting. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's from their um, latest album, their last album, probably. The date has been? Okay, whatever. Um, but it's What a Feeling. What a feeling to be right here beside you right now. Right. It's a song about falling in love and being next to this person and just living in that moment. It's It has a joyful tone to it, but also it's a little bit um, sentimental. Right. I think when I listen to this song, I imagine scenes of these two in Rome somehow, just walking around the city and enjoying however many hours they have mm -hmm. together so yeah that's number five for me what's what's yours okay maybe my pick for my number five is a bit cheesy i don't know but we're all for cheesy <laughs> i mean this whole book is cheesy so don't even feel sorry I know. it has to be mali Duba and mali cyrus ah. because the song uh really evokes that summer feeling of yeah being in love, you know, yeah. uh, 
being at the side of your love or your loved one or your crush. Yeah. And you know, it evokes uh, you know, the feeling of being on the beach or, you know, basking under the sun. Mm-hmm. And it really reminds me of uh, that particular scene where Ellie and Oliver would go uh, to swim at the mm. ocean and yeah. yeah, just summer romance. Yeah. Do we wanna to listen to one of these songs? Let's let's play Malibu. Let's, let's play, play Malibu. Malibu. Sure. My number four uh, will be Lana Del Rey's Summertime Sadness. Yeah. Uh, so if you see the lyrics, uh, Kiss Me Hard Before You Go. It, ha- it hits sadness. you just from the opening. Exactly. That, you know, it's about the end of summer and also the end of that uh, summertime romance. Yeah. And wow, it's just simply so apt to describe the relationship between Elio and Oliver. Yeah, even though El- um, Elio didn't wear a red dress. <laughs> Obviously, exactly. I mean, Oliver wore a red swimsuit. swimsuit. We all know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how about your number four? My number four is Goodbye July by Margot Gorian. I think that's how it's pronounced. It's... It's a song, again, about the end of summer. Mm -hmm. This person is saying goodbye to the month of July. It says, I had a good time. Goodbye, July. I had a good time while you were here. And I guess I'll see you again next year. And it's a song about falling in love in July, which I traced back the timeline in the book. And it fits perfectly because Oliver supposedly arrived late June. So part two happened in, in July, July. <laughs> we know that right and it talks about seasons which I love the book is definitely set mm-hmm. in a particular season and I think this is also the same with all the other songs that we will be talking about is that it's a lot it talks about that sentimentality that relationship that you have with certain seasons right so uh, next on my list uh, my number three is we don't talk anymore <laughs> by Charlie Puth simply because a stand of Call Me By Your Name uh, created a video that sort of uh, inspired by the original video for We Don't Talk Anymore which is a split screen of, of Elio and Oliver or in Army diff- and Timmy actually, uh, yeah sorry Army and Timmy and how they don't talk anymore after yeah. uh that summer yeah and I don't know I think because of the video I've been listening to the song over and over again and how 
you know, I'm, I, I just realized how the song perfectly describes the aftermath mm-hmm. of the relationship where they don't talk anymore. <laughs> for 20 years for 20, or, I don't know, you know for 5 years, 20 years, yeah. yeah. So my number three is, oh, I love this song. It's one of my favorite Frank Ocean songs, which is Self Control. It's just from the opening again. There's this bit where he's not really singing, but he's there are words like we should probably listen to this. Yeah. It's like poolside convo, and so it talks about poolside conversations in the summer and how he made this other person, this person who's in love with this boy, makes this boy or makes his love interest use his self control which is to say that this person is holding back and, and the person who's in love just lost his self-control, right. which is, Elio, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this bit that reminds me so much of Elio, like, I'll be the boyfriend in your wet dreams tonight. <laughs> Hell yeah, we all know <laughs> that Elio thought this exact line. So I just think it's perfect. It's just like, about this person leaving and it's that longing. Right. It just makes you all sentimental. Let's just listen to it. Yeah, let's listen to it. I'll be the boyfriend in your wet dreams tonight. Noses on a rail, little virgin wears the white. You cut your hair, but you used to live a blinded life. Wish I was there, wish we'd grown up on the same advice. And our time was right. Getting closer to our top spot, yes. but before that, in my number two is Cool by Gwen Stefani, which I think uh, evokes the final part of the book, uh, because, you know, in the song, uh, Gwen talks about, uh, you know, looking back at uh, her past romance with mm-hmm. a guy, and know how after all these years after that love affair you know and both parties uh, are now leading separate lives that they're cool that they're they finally make peace with the fact that they're no longer together and that they have their respective girlfriends or wives and but then you know uh, the memory of that particular summer romance is still there and I would like to point out how the video of Cool which is oh. set in Italy I am so sensitive to the word video <laughs> the <laughs> music clip the what, whatever yeah, 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 you call yeah. that <laughs> the, the, the yeah the clip of Cool uh, was shot in Italy and you know there, uh, there are some cinematic parallels I guess between uh, the cool video and call you by your name, which I find quite fascinating. Huh. You should check it out. So, um, in your perspective, is cool 
from Elio or Eli- or or Oliver. Because when I listen to this song, mm-hmm. it feels more of an Oliver song to me, which is that he's this is future Oliver. Obviously, he's married. He has a new relationship, right. and he has that remaining guilt from when he wow. revealed to Elio that he is actually getting married. Mm. And so he's lived for years now with that guilt. And when he realizes that Elio has been reaching out to him, he, yeah. there is a relief in him, which is where I think this song fits in. Like, okay, I, I'm sort of happy to know that we're cool now. Right. But okay. I don't know, is it an Elio song or an Oliver song to you? I still think it's an, an Elio song, song because, okay. you know, um, like, Maybe because uh, I'm so used to the narrative in the book where it's from Elliot's point of view. Yeah. And I think this jumps in very well with his narration. And also, there's one line that says, Now you call me by my new last name. I know. Which is like, <laughs> like so it was funny. So close. It was so close. So close. To call me by your name. <laughs> call me by my new last name. Yeah. My number two is so we we agreed that a Carly Rae Jepsen song has to, has be, to be on this list. In this list, <laughs> but then <laughs> so I went through my favorite um, Carly songs, obviously, and settled on the song. Call me maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with the words "call me." <laughs> Just yeah, but no, yeah. not not that song. My, um, my Carly song is my number two song, which is I didn't just come here to dance. Ooh. Because <laughs> obviously all of Carly's song will fit this story perfectly. You can pick out any song, almost any song, and it'll definitely remind you of either Elio or Oliver and their love story. But what stood out to me is I didn't just come here to dance because. It's funny to me because this is about a person going to the club but not actually going there to dance, rather to check out his love interest, mm-hmm. which definitely reminded me of how Elio got so insecure about where, the whereabouts of Oliver and he went into town to find him dancing, dancing. with other girls and how jealous he scene. was. Mm-hmm. And in this track, it mentions like, oh, like, Joe's calling me over like all these boys are calling me over and they want to dance with me but I'm not here for that I'm only yeah. here for one person whether or not this person actually likes her back mm-hmm. wasn't mentioned right or it probably was I don't know but it definitely reminded me of Elio's um, unrequited love at that point yeah. <laughs> where he just wants to stalk Oliver and down to know, the dance floor you know that particular shot uh, in the infamous dancing scene yeah. where, where uh, Elio yeah. is smoking, smoking and that's my favorite shot leering <laughs> on Oliver <laughs> like he's you know looking at, at his target or yeah. something yeah 
And then he starts dancing like he doesn't care, but yeah. he's really there to. He actually tries to impress Elliot. Yeah. With his uh, shimmy moves. Yeah, <laughs> Oliver. Impress Oliver. I impress Oliver. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my number two song. We'll listen to it for a little bit because it's just a great track. track what's yours yours first or okay. mine first okay yours first okay. <laughs> mine will be drumroll please Drum roll. supercut by lord so the latest lord album melodrama is probably my favorite my most favorite album of the year and this particular song supercut uh really reminds me of the whole uh memory narrative of Call Me By Your Name, how mm -hmm. it's about Elio looking back at their summer romance that it's as if he's always playing. Like actually the book itself is like a super cut of it Elio is. and Oliver that it he's is. playing this images and scenes in his head, you know, of, of, of their romance. Yeah, and see, instead of using the word video, just use words like this. Like supercut. Like supercut. <laughs> and here she references like radio. I mean, when she references technology, it's not video. Mm -hmm. And I'm fine with that. Before we find out Chris's number one song, why don't we listen to Supercut? Here's Supercut by Lord. I'll be your cry afternoon crush. Be your violent overnight rush. Make you crazy over my touch. But it's just a supercut of us. Super cut by Lord. And now it's my turn. It's your turn. <laughs> I love this song. My number one non call me by your name, call me by, by your name, name song, song. <laughs> <laughs> is a track by Joni Mitchell. It's one of my favorite songs of hers, The Circle Game. It's about the process of growing up and how this little boy starts off very innocently. And then there's a part that talks about this boy when he was 16 how everyone says just take your time like enjoy your youth mm -hmm. later on in the song it talks about how about this boy when he turned 20 and how life is very different then and then he starts dreaming or his dreams start fading away and new dreams starts to grow and how in this process of growing up the song is really about time and how we can't go back in time and we can only follow along where time takes us. 
And so we go round and round in that circle with both memories and everything that we carry from moments that have passed, basically. Wow. that's deep. <laughs> I know, it's so deep. It's, it doesn't directly speak about love or about like Elio and Oliver's relationship uh -huh. directly, but it's a process for both of them of growing up and becoming people and seeing where that memory mm. takes them in life. It really reminds me of Luca's soundbite that we mentioned earlier about yeah. how Elio is jumping up a cliff into his adulthood. It's such a beautiful song. It says here, we're captive on the carousel of time. Oh. And every time I listen to this song now, I can't help but think about their relationship and everyone else's in the world and their stories of first loves and yeah. my own. Yeah, so because Call Me By Your Name is basically a story about how time is, you know, the one aspect that that can rob you of your romance. Or yeah, it can give you romance, but at the same time, it can rob you of your best moments in life. So let's listen to the... Yeah, let's listen to this song, Circle of Games, The Circle Game the circle. by Joni Mitchell. The seasons, they go round and round And the pains of ponies go up and down We're captive on a carousel of time We can't return, we can only look Behind from where we came And go round and round and round in a circle So that's our, that's our top five Call mm -hmm. Me By Your Name tracks that's not in the official soundtrack. But we still have some more songs that we think deserve honorable mentions mm -hmm. uh, in our playlist. Uh, what's yours? Mine is actually one that's not yet in the playlist, but mm -hmm. I mentioned this to you before. Right. Which is actually from you. It's Gorgeous by Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just had to be there. We just we told each other we're not going to have a Taylor Swift lyric, uh, a song. song but I heard it last night and I'm like, you know what? This is Elio. The lyrics are so stupid. It's Elio. It's Elio. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's yours? Um, mine will be Adele, Someone Like You. Because, you know, it's about this person pining for someone that can remind her or him of his uh, past lover. lover. Yeah. And it's just so perfect that is there someone like you for Elio? There isn't. There were, <laughs> Spoiler there alert, be. there isn't. There isn't. <laughs> uh, another song is John Mayer's Emoji of a Wave. That right. song does things to me, except that when I heard Sufjan's song, I'm just like, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is not a John Mayer movie, but then this song is perfect. And mine will be Time After Time, oh, which is originally yeah. a song by, wait, what's her name? Cindy Lauper, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and, but uh, the one that I put in the playlist is the cover by Iron and, and Wine. Yeah. And again, it talks about time. The main antagonist of <laughs> the Call Me By Your Name story, basically. Yeah. It's a beautiful, solemn song that, you know, really portrays how time can change us, but at the same time that people still stay the same after, you know, a certain period of time. Yeah. 
which is what happens with Elio and Oliver. So I think that's about that's, it for this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our episode. <laughs> we basically talk about <clears throat> we talked about the new tracks and we talked about our version of our of the tracks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we we just can't wait to listen to Mystery of Love and Visions of Gideon more this week and and especially especially in the film in three weeks. Yeah, we gotta watch the film in three weeks. So three weeks away. Wish us luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and before we go, uh, I'd like to remind you to follow uh, or subscribe us on Anchor and SoundCloud. Yeah. And you can also subscribe to our Scene 62 now on Apple Podcasts as well. Please give us a review if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts because. Uh, I believe it will add more exposure to our podcast. So yeah. we appreciate if you can give us some love. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. As always, if you have comments or suggestions about what kind of topics you want to hear more from us uh, in the upcoming episodes, please follow us on Twitter and leave us a comment there. And uh, say hi you can to also us. Oh, the Twitter account is at scene62. All uh, spelled out. All spelled out. And you can also list, uh, send us an email to scene62 at gmail.com. Yeah, so it's almost midnight. We're both <laughs> We're sleepy. We're both super sleepy and <laughs> so drowsy. Freaking. And the place we're recording is actually closing. Well, yeah. So you can hear us. them probably in the background just... Like organizing the, the glasses, glasses and their ice and everything. So yeah. sorry about that. <laughs> so yeah, we can't wait to hear what you have, hear to, what say. You have to say. And give us suggestions on what we should talk about next. Also, yeah. So have a great weekend, have a Nico. Great weekend, Chris. <laughs> and as Oliver would say, later. Later.